welcome to Excellent Basketball Edition Monday, December 4th. Cousin Jared, how was your weekend? It was good. Uh, and I was I, I'm not sure if I ever cared about the uh, college football playoff selections. Uh, and I was watching with bated breath uh, today because I had no idea what was going to happen. So uh, a, a great Saturday uh, of college football for, for us here with our, our, our picks over at Dub Club and, and here on the show. So, so that was really nice. Uh, but then I was just also very interested in, in hey, what was actually going to happen with the playoff committee? And of course, boy, did they deliver. I mean, we knew it was going to be like, no matter what happened, somebody was going to be mad. Um, but man, yeah, it seems like just it blew up just like I anticipated it would. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was thinking about this. I've been thinking about this all day. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not the, the, the specific picks as much mm. as thinking about specifically that I often have a hard time not engaging when I should just walk away. Mm. And mm. I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I could say something really stupid and try to get people hashtag mad online in the comment section mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. then i thought to myself self mm -hmm. if you say something really smart you're probably still going to get people mad online in the yeah. comment section yeah. and yep. so um all, all i will say on it is i'm a little surprised that uh you know i, I will say number one uh i i still think that georgia and alabama are, are two of the best teams they're, they're both very very good football teams mm -hmm. um I'm a little surprised that they didn't put, didn't leave both of them out. And just because they would have had a stronger leg to stand on, which was, they could have just been like, look, we're here to reward a great season huh. and uh, to not diminish the accomplishments on the field of all the players out there. And based off what they accomplished, you know, these are the four teams that deserve it. Uh -huh. And, I thought that would have been a stronger leg to stand on because you're right. No matter what people would have been upset. Uh, but I was a little surprised because I just thought that was the easiest way to get out of this and just be like, well, we've got the best excuse. Cause to, to me, that's what I would have done. If I was on the community, I'd have been thinking, what is the uh, easiest excuse? The most, yeah. you know, viable excuse I can, I can have. Cause you were going to piss off a bunch of people no matter what. Yeah. Um, but you know, first off, you mentioned the success of college football. <clears throat> we were positive throughout the season, the last week of the season, like was incredible, like insanely good week, almost, almost like doubled our profits. And then last week, like did the same thing again, almost in mm -hmm. college football, NFL has been great all season. And in college basketball, the totals continue to rock and roll. And you'll see on the A grade sides, if you followed us last week, we were like negative 6%. The A grade said that I mentioned this all week. Like, I think, I think I figured it out, made a couple tweaks, still a fairly young ball. I was really optimistic about that. And sure enough, uh, a grade sides this last week had a 17% ROI and was, was up 15 units. One game still mm. happening right now. Uh, the late night action on Sunday. So really thrilled about all of that. Uh, and again, if, if you want to uh, join us over there on a dub club, we got the discord chat, which is a lot of fun or if nothing else, again, just showing your support and your gratitude for hopefully us helping you make some money. We appreciate everyone that's over there uh, that allows that income helps me pay my bills so that I can spend so much of my time here working on these models, going to add more models and everything like that. So you can sign up on Dub Club. You can get $5 off your first month there with the promo code 
there on screen or in the show description. But Cousin Jed, you brought up college football. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring up something here. I think it segues perfectly into our first game that we kind of do this in, in football and we do it a little bit in college basketball. This like bizarre notion that because you beat a team, you are better than that team. And I don't, I want us all to like think through this because I want us all to be smarter, better, right? I am, you know, I'm a professor, you know, at heart, I did that for five years. And I love helping people. And I want to help you become a smarter, better, and think through these things a little bit more logically. And, you know, that doesn't really make a lot of sense because there's upsets all the time. And you wouldn't say that, like, the team, the college basketball team that's underdog by 20 points that wins, it's better than that team. Like, they just won that one game. It's one observation from a realization of a bunch of possible outcomes. And what we would say is we would use that to inform us of the next time they play. And absolutely, but that wouldn't rule our thoughts. And, and I think college football this last week is a perfect example of that. Oregon was favored by nine over Washington, nine, nine and a half. Sideline had them at 9.1, pretty much agreed with the market. We stayed away from it. We took the under and one, so that was fun. Yep. But, you know, yeah, Washington beat Oregon even the second time, but that doesn't mean they're better than them yet in and of itself. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but, it, but that doesn't like determine it. And sure enough, I was looking at it and outside line would have it about a five point spread the next time. Again, we use that to update our thoughts going forward. And I know some of you are going to sit here, oh, no, Washington's clearly the better team they won twice. If, if you're thinking that, you're ignoring the fact that Washington won six other games by single digits, most of them against not very good teams. Yep. And so we have to use all of the data at our disposal if we're trying to figure out how good these teams are. And, and the reason we're talking about this is because this is what helps us as a better invest in good guys. And so I think this is a very useful exercise to just remind ourselves that one game doesn't define a team. Everyone has good games. Everyone has bad games. We use it to update our information, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to be prisoner to that one result. And I think that's a great segue into Iowa and Purdue. Because believe it or not, Purdue's rating actually went up after losing to Northwestern. You want to know why? Is because mm. they went four of 18 in regulation from three-point land. Northwestern went eight of 18. And if you plug in the season averages from both of those teams, Purdue wins that game by 10 points on the road. And the model said that they should win by, I don't know, it was like nine or something. And they would win by 10. And so the model was very pleased with their performance in that game. But sometimes things happen so that the result isn't there. And so I think right. that's uh, uh, the thought process we have here. We're not actually talking about the side. We're going to talk about the total. But we're talking about Purdue just to remember that, like, that was a game that happened. And we can't ignore that game. We have to use the other games. Same for all teams. And this one, though, we are talking about the total. Cousin Jared, I, I don't even have anything else to say. The model projects 175 points. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, 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 I literally, I texted you. I was like, what in the world? Like, yeah, not like, I, I don't like look over the projections. I just like, I run the model and then I like, put it out there. Like there's mm-hmm. hundreds of games every week, you know? Yep. And then we were going through this. I was like, it was 175. And, uh, you know, Iowa obviously plays at a really fast pace. They're all offense, no defense. Purdue can obviously, is very efficient on offense. We've talked about it with Purdue. Jake and I have talked about it that, 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 you know, the other teams want to play fast. 
yep. with Purdue because they don't want Edie to get set up. Well, I was like, great, let's do it. Yep. Yep. So the model seeing this has all the ingredients to have just an insane number of points. I don't know if we're going to get to 175 or not, but the model thinks that 164 is priced way too low. A grade over for us, cousin Jared. Uh, you know, either we're going to hit this one, it's going to be a fun game or it's going to, it's not going to be quite as fun as roping, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth that you, sometimes when, when you play a team as good as Purdue, you want to, to slow things down. Even if you're a faster paced team, like, you know, it, it would be to your advantage to slow things down. Um, nope. Not to your advantage to slow it down. Like if you're Iowa, this is just all gas, no break. Like just go, go, go as fast as you, you possibly can. And Purdue is one of those teams that, I mean, yes, of course they would like to slow things down, be maybe a little bit more uh, meticulous offensively, but it's completely comfortable playing in, in this type of game. They have a, you know, number one offense there uh, and obviously much better defense than, than Purdue. So the more possessions that are in this game, I think that, yeah, yeah. So um, I think the the more possessions that are in this game, the more you're going to be able to see the how good um, Purdue's defense is and relatively speaking, how, how Iowa's defense just is, isn't that great. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love this over. I think it, it is just uh, set way too low. If this doesn't, go over the way. So, you know, we'd like to talk about the way that we lose this. Uh, the way that we lose this is Iowa stinks on the road again, mm-hmm. yep. which yep. they seemingly have a, a problem doing definitely all of last season. And so far this season, maybe a little bit better, but they haven't done a lot that have just convinced me that they figured out their road woes. So uh, if this one loses, I mean, easy, easy to say this, like Iowa doesn't shoot well from, from three, but like bigger picture for me, uh, is Iowa going to struggle on the road again? And if so, Great. Let's make a note of that. And once we get to conference, uh, back Iowa at home, fade them on the road. It, it yeah. might be that easy. Yeah, we've got some of these early conference games here in December. Uh, and then uh, when finals come around and, and the kids are off, you know, then we'll most of the schools will play some more non-conference games until we get back into conference at the start of January. So these mm-hmm. are good little teaser games, these early random conference games, kind of give us yep. an idea of maybe how we handle these teams. And, and we saw, you know, there's just so much to talk about with Purdue. We saw them struggle a little bit on the road. You know, at least for now, I'm not going to say that that abysmal three-point shooting output for Purdue that we expect it. Now, if they keep, I guess if we use that data point, if they keep doing that on the road, right, and we start, you know, maybe because last year we start adjusting a little quicker, you know, Mm, uh, than before. But that's not something we necessarily expect. But we do have to keep our eye out and try to figure out how to adjust and whether we're adjusting quickly or slowly. Uh, but yeah, Iowa and their offense and their pace should get us a lot of points. Even yeah. if they don't, we still have a chance to get over in this game because, uh, it, you know, if there are a lot of possessions with Iowa's defense, Purdue could put up a hundred. Like that wouldn't be the craziest thing ever. Um, kind of like you mentioned, Purdue should be very happy to play a high possession game because they're, you know, the best, if not one of the best teams in the country. And yep. so you always want more possessions. If a team wants to slow it down, they could be more than happy to slow it down too, because they can run everything through their big man. Uh, who's, you know, probably the, the early, at least favorite for player of the year over yep. 164, a great pick there again, as the model says on average, we're expecting an insanely highest scoring, and this might be the highest number I've seen the model project yet this season. To 8 p.m. Eastern, Furman and Arkansas. Cousin Jerry, this stuck out to me like a sore thumb. Furman, top 100 offense, not in the top 200 in defense, <laughs> number 41 in pace. 
I haven't seen Furman play at all this year, but watching that, it seems like I'm missing out by not watching them. Like they seem like a fun team, just back and forth, lots of scoring. Don't really want to play a lot of defense. Let's have some fun and get some points on the board. Arkansas is a pretty good team and seems very comfortable playing whatever style of basketball you want to play. They're pretty good on offense. They're pretty good on defense. You know, on average, they like to go a little bit faster, but they're, uh, you know, not going to drive the tempo one way or the other, but Furman absolutely is going to try to get up and down the court. We have another over here, another A grade, only six games on the slate today. So uh, viewer, you're getting a little bit of a bonus here with a double A grade selection. This one's a little bit tighter over 158.5 is an A grade. The model projects 162.5. This is the threshold for an A grade though. If you're at anything higher, the model would grade it as a B grade. You can obviously play it viewer however you want, Uh, but the model thinks on average, this is more likely to get into the 160s then stay in the 150s. Cousin Jared, tell us more. So I feel like a lot of times when we have taken these um, overs, it has been exclusively due to the pace of the two teams. I think about uh, a week ago when we went over in Houston Christian and TCU, like that was all about Houston Christian just playing very fast. They're terrible, but they just play so fast that you had to play the over here. The thing that I like about Furman is look at that 114 grade on offense, well above average on offense, like not even slightly above average, well above average um, on offense. And and I think that's reflected by if you just look at shots per game, like a team that is 41st in pace, you would expect to be near the top in shots per game. They're actually 120 tied for 127th in the country in shots per game. They are efficient. Um, you know, so they have a higher pace, but their offense is pretty efficient. And so I think in addition to their pace, that is why I like this, this over because Arkansas, as you can see, pretty good defense, uh, playing at home, Furman could have some more troubles on offense than they had in a lot of games this season. But I think the combination of, uh, pace and efficiency is what can push this game, um, over. And obviously like, could Arkansas have a hangover after beating Duke? Uh, Sure. Definitely. That's possible. Um, But they're playing at home. And if there is a hangover, I think that means that Furman gets to control the pace of the game early and, you know, even better for us then. Yeah, we talked a little bit of the first part, and and maybe we should do a better job of doing this. Just reminding the viewer, right, there there is a way you could lose every single pick. Uh, Again, unless you're talking about a, a minus, you know. 10,000 or something ridiculous, right? You have to assess the probability of that and, and everything. Uh, but right. Let's talk about, you know, there's no locks and gambling. If you're looking for a, a show that's going to give you locks and guaranteed winners and nonsense, right. You know, that doesn't really exist, but, but good luck finding someone who can predict the future. Uh, like that. And, and the last thing here before I, in, in my little rant, I, and I retweeted it on, on, on X, I guess, you know, <laughs> um, that, you know, the, the biggest thing you can do to help yourself betting is realize that, you know, there is no will, this will happen. This won't happen, but there's a probability certain things happen. Mm. Getting out of that binary. Yes. No will won't happen. Mm-hmm. Pro- probabilities, right? There's absolutely a probability. <clears throat> there's a hangover for Arkansas. I think that works out to be a good thing for us too, because if Furman comes out and punches them in the mouth, then I think Arkansas is going to have to really get it going and then maybe start pressing a little bit, not pressing like, uh, stressing pressing like the full court press right and that's mm-hmm. going to speed up the game and lead to like some some quick turnovers and quick points and that sort of stuff and that can get to a really fun high scoring tight game uh the way we lose this bet is arkansas not coming out hungover their defense plays really sharp and arkansas wins this like you know 
90 to 50 or something where they just like completely choke Furman out. I don't think Furman's only going to yeah. score 50 points. That seems very unlikely, but uh, that, that sort of blowout where it's like a sleepy last 10 minutes is, you know, kind of the, the easiest way I can see losing this, but this Furman offense is good enough. The pace is good enough to give us a ton of possessions. And so as we we're always talking about, we're thinking about this from a probability standpoint, and it's more likely this game plays out with just a bunch of possessions and a bunch of points. Um, obviously two teams can get hot, two teams can get cold. That could be a weird one, but in mm-hmm. general, this sets up to be a good high scoring affair. So over 150 and a half a grade, if it's 159, 160, you're looking at, we'd still play it over model would say B grade back off a little bit on it because you've lost a little bit of the value. Mm-hmm. Sometimes these numbers get really close to that. Always shop around, always find the best price. Who knows what the number will be in the morning. The movements in college basketball have just been so large and unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't tell you. I have thought one day I'd like to build potentially a model to try to predict that, but that's higher hanging fruit um, than than actually just predicting the games, which is bizarre yep. to say. But, but here we are. Yep. Uh, which took us to our last game, 9 p.m. Eastern, Cal Poly and Oregon State. Uh, Cousin Jared, there are a lot of triple digits on that screen. Oregon, there are. Oregon State is a above an above average on defense barely and otherwise there's not a lot of good things happening in this game with regards to talent or tempo uh because we're fulfilling your dream here of a of a, of a show with three totals model projects 131.8 we're going to go under 134.5 we're at kind of a b B to B plus grade here on this under the models. Just looking at this with these pay, the, the pace of this team, these two teams, we kind of know what it will be. It'll be pretty measured. The best unit out there is going to be Oregon state's defense. We don't really have a lot of faith in Oregon state's mm-hmm. offense. Mm-hmm. And so that sets up for a low scoring type game. Again, on average, we like the under here because Jared, the, the question I have for you, <clears throat> why should people play this under? We just gave them two, a grade overs. Why should they also play this under? And obviously, the, the obvious answer is there's six games on the board, people. You're looking for plays. <laughs> Other than that, right, why why are you confident? Why do you like this total given that we just had two A grades? Like, how does this kind of compare in your mind? Well, I think you hit on it. There, uh, not, all, not only are there a lot of triple digits on, on the screen right now, there are a lot of numbers that start in the 200s and the 300s, uh, which Cal Poly – Cal Poly is a bad team, people. They just went on the road to Idaho, who, and I had to look this up just to, to make sure I wasn't wrong. Uh, sideline has Idaho, I'm going to go rated about 346th in the country. And Cal Poly went on the road to 346th ranked Idaho and lost by 15. Uh, it's just, it, it's not a good situation and in general on the road cal poly has been even more inept offensively than than what you would think they scored 76 points at denver denver plays really fast i'm gonna set that one aside they scored 66 at wyoming 57 against portland 60 at st thomas those were neutral neutral site games so they weren't playing at home uh 57 against portland state portland state plays fairly up tempo only 57 against them it's not good cal baptist they scored 58 um cal poly has just been uh anemic offensively at, at times this season. I don't think going on the road against uh, what is now the Pac-12, uh, for, for now, Pac-12 team, uh, Oregon State. I just Pac don't two. think uh, – yeah, Pac-12 Pac minus 10 um, plus 12 with the Mountain West and whatever they call themselves. Or, say, yeah, yeah who, who knows? Is that, um, is that the Alliance 2.0, I guess? 
It could be, could be. Yes, this one may actually work though. I, I at least hope they also shook hands and looked each other in the eye, um, yeah. like they did with the original alliance. That was very yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I just have no faith in Cal Poly going on the road. Uh, I, I guess you mentioned the only one above average unit on the court is Oregon State's defense. So I just don't see Cal Poly having having very much success. And Oregon State, I mean, you look at that 269th on offense. They don't have the offense, I don't think, to, to take advantage of this and score 90 points themselves. So um, just a lot of badness all around. And I think that's going to result in, in fewer points considering that Oregon State's defense is really the only thing that's decent in, in this game. And, and, you know, just as a reminder, especially if anybody's new here, right, that one of the things we talk about that happens in college basketball is that when you're bad at basketball, it's easier to play better defense. And so 319 on offense versus 333 on defense, while in your head viewer, you may say that's pretty similar and it, and it is from a ranking standpoint, but you actually will project to be a below average scoring team right just right there because of the mm-hmm. fact that that 333 on defense can still be respectable because you can just give effort and that can help you on defense whereas the same breaking on offense you just can't get as much bang for your buck because it's just harder to score points you can't just effort your way to points with offense right, i mean you right. could sure try but yep. it's not going to really work at some point you need skill you need guys who can shoot yeah you need guys who can get open you good passing right and that skill sometimes is hard to come by but the effort for a team like cal poly especially playing a power five school a pac 12 school again right for now right back whatever they're whatever it is yeah. uh you know they come and bring that defensive intensity and they can keep this as a low scoring game um but like you said we don't expect them to, that intensity to help them score any we just think yeah maybe, maybe you know Oregon State's office is that good they don't score and this kind of becomes just a ugly low scoring game under 134 and a half is your b grade pick for the late night games only six games uh, on the slate today it's yeah kind of crazy i get we are we are paying our penance for all of those games during thanksgiving week where there's just wall-to-wall college basketball every single day and eventually they, they, they've just got to take a day off i guess <laughs> unfortunate for us unfortunate for us uh but we will obviously still be here uh we'll do an extended cut when we can we did not feel like the quality was there to do an extended cut there's a couple of games at least right now the lines look like they're really well set but uh as we've long talked about that the closing line value is is you know made out to be more than it really is we want to always get the best number but getting the best number doesn't necessarily mean uh, that you're going to be profitable. And there's some lines out there that if the line moves hard enough, I would be happy to fade the line movement because line movement doesn't really mean a lot uh, in sports these days, whereas it would have 10 years ago. And so maybe in the morning we'll have some plays, but at least for right now, there's a couple of games. We just felt like it was a stretch yeah. to play. So we might have a smaller card. We might not. We do have two more A-grade sides, though, over on Dub Club. Again, those have been rocking and rolling. I feel really good about where those are going totals have been great so hopefully we got three good totals here for you viewer otherwise cousin jared uh any parting words for the people i'll see you on the nfl show this week yeah Yeah, well we will probably do more totals and i can only hope we can only hope and we will cover army navy uh because what are we gonna do if we don't have a pick on army navy like i don't I mean, I've, I've got it. We, we've just got to talk about it at the very least. Talk about it. Yeah, okay. we just at least got to talk about it. And, I mean, right now, the last total I saw was 28. Um, so I, I think that warrants a discussion at the very I least. think I think we should discuss any total that is in that range. Yeah. Iowa did this a few times, had totals in the 20s. And I think every single time we said, 
go under. Under. And it, it, it won. They, all, they all went under. Yeah. They all went under. So tune yeah. in and, and we will tell you on this one, should you go under or not? Yeah. Uh, I don't actually, I haven't thought about it one bit. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> we'll find out that we'll, yeah. we'll do our research and we'll come up with an answer for you. Uh, otherwise, though, again, hop on Dub Club. If you're not with us yet, sign up link in the show description. Say $5 off your first month. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.